0: We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is DFS simplified. Head over to PrizePix.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. And of course... Don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Gobble, gobble, fucking gobble, we're coming at you with an American Thanksgiving slate here. We got a big docket, 14 games it looks like coming up on Wednesday. We're going to dive into that, but first let's give a nice shout out to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network uh, website. Lots of awesome stuff. Get there, guys. I know I say it every show, but I mean it, and I keep winning, so I'm going to keep plugging it. I've been making so much goddamn money on college basketball just by reading picks and shit that's going on there. So by all means, check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Every sport, hockey, football, basketball, golf, they got it all. Uh, As well, check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel. Shout out to everybody in the Slack group. That's the place to be, especially during live games. We get a lot of live bets going on in there. Lots of back and forth between everybody chatting it up and shit. It's pretty good. Like I said, I'm Talon Jenkins. I'm joined with our hosts. We have Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Boys, how are we doing?
0: Doing pretty good, Talon. Hungry for this uh, 14-game slate. Coming off a, a big weekend with a few few big bets on uh, fading the Kraken a little bit. Betting the abs against the Send. So it's it's been good. Hopefully we can keep it going.
2: Yeah, I've been uh, treading water a little bit more than Ryan, maybe. You know, I'll lose a bit here, lose a bit there. But, you know, that's all you have to do. You got to tread water, stay above it. Don't drown. Let's keep going.
1: (laughs) All right. Now, where can everybody find us here, Ryan?
0: You can find us on the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed on Apple is uh, SG.PN slash hockey for Spotify is SG.PN slash hockey S or just search the hockey gambling podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts subscribe review you can even find us in the SGPN app so wherever you want to find us you can
1: by all means and yes like Ryan said like subscribe leave those reviews those are very important to help out with the algorithms all that nerd shit that we don't really know how it works but give us a review give us a rate all that awesome stuff Ryan, you said the word feed there. I got some leftover Chinese food that's just been sitting on my counter waiting for me. I've been putting on a feed since the moment I got home. <laughs> I feel bad for it, but I just thought I'd throw that in there. Anyways, boys, it's been a while since we recorded here. Let's uh, let's jump into our last week's Mortal Locks. A uh, little bit of a discussion here. Joel, why don't you kick us off, bud?
2: Yeah, I just took the canes, right? they're uh, They're a money wagon. Uh, still the best team in the league in terms of winning you money. That was relatively comfortable against your dog, the Ducks. Uh, yeah, then my dog was the Canucks. I said that they would close a favorite, and they did. But pay plus 105, and they closed minus 115. So that's always nice. I just missed on the the total, which was the over 5.5 in Rangers-Leafs, which was never going to happen. Uh, that, that game was... Uh, a snooze fest there with both goalies playing well and neither offense really attacking much. I mean, Rangers tried to close down the Leafs and the Leafs couldn't break through them. But yeah, two one for the Leafs there, so that wasn't going to happen. But the edge came through, so I'm all good.
0: Yeah, I hit my lock as well. I had the Vegas Golden Knights minus one sixty five against the Red Wings. It could have could have hit regulation, could have hit puck line in, in the five two win. That one was was pretty easy. My dog, I had the Rangers. They they had the one nothing lead. They they couldn't hold it against the Leafs. In my total, I thought it was looking bad. I'd, I had the Lightning Flyers under five and a half. Flyers scored two in the first. Lightning get two in the second. It's two-two till the final minutes. Carter Hart lets in a weak one. Giroux ties it up with eight <laughs> seconds left to lose our lose our under. But you know what? Flyers got a point. I'll, I'll, I'll take the uh, take the Knights win.
1: Yeah, it's uh something like that. You even, even when you lose, you win there. Eh? All right, for my luck, I had none other than the Columbus Blue Jackets, minus 155. That hit. I don't know if I could be too braggish just about it, considering they were playing fucking Arizona. But (laughs) either way, that still counts. Uh, My dog, unfortunately, missed. Like Joel said, I had Anaheim plus 120 against Carolina. They didn't stand a goddamn chance. I'm still on the ducks, though. And then the total, I had Calgary and Buffalo over 5.5. Uh, that missed. That game kind of caught me off guard. There wasn't really a, wasn't really the shootout like I thought it was going to be. But what can you do? Maybe that was my fault for giving Buffalo too much credit, eh?
2: Well, they didn't score a goal for you. The Flames did their part. They scored five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point, eh? Couldn't I'm not run. asking for the world. <laughs> Hi, boys. Well, a little bit of news and some uh, interesting interesting stuffs come out around the league here. We'll jump right into it. Uh, first uh, piece of information we have on the docket here. Gary Bettman said rumors, I guess not rumors, he confirmed it now, that he's to meet with the Quebec Premier to discuss a potential Nordiques return. Boys, what do you think about bringing the Nordiques back into the
0: league? It's exciting. I mean, they're, they're a team that they have some history there. They uh, they they left, unfortunately. There wasn't as much support there. But I feel like that's thats a great location for either an expansion team or a potential relocation for a few different teams out there that aren't really drawing much attendance.
2: Namely the Coyotes yeah, uh, yeah I'd, I'd love this uh, I don't think it's getting an expansion team but yeah for a relocation project absolutely there needs to be a team in Quebec City it'll be a great rivalry with the Canadians uh, even though the real Nordiques are currently in Colorado playing under the, the Avalanche logo but uh, yeah the original Nordiques are great I remember playing them in NHL 94 my first I think it was my, one of my first video games I ever played I was playing with Joe Sackick and, and the Nordiques so that was fun and uh, yeah I'd love to see those those cool blue uniforms back in the league.
1: Yeah, for sure. Those are arguably a top ten jersey of all time, eh? With the fur de leaf on them, they look pretty sweet. I used to joke. I would say the only way that uh, the Nor- Quebec Nordiques would be a team again is if there was a, a new team in Atlanta, and then they were shit attendance and ended up folding and moving over to Quebec. That's exactly what happened to Calgary with the Atlanta Flames moving to Calgary, and the same goddamn thing happened to the Winnipeg Jets. So if they had to just put another team in Atlanta. Chances are, Quebec probably would have had a team by now.
0: Arizona has to move, though. I feel like they have, they have no fans. They have no real even top prospects. They don't really have any any future there on the ice or off the ice. So, I mean, it would be great to see them move to, move, move to Quebec.
2: No, we have to see Austin Matthews go down to Arizona. So, uh, can break <laughs> all Leafs' hearts. So, yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Based on that, let's move on down here. Uh, new Jersey Devils—they've been the talk of uh, Twitter lately when they unleashed their New Jersey Jersey jersey. If that makes any sense, boys, what do you think about that?
0: It, it's just weird. There's there's so many other directions they could go. Um, it's 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 good that the league's trying to try out new things for like all, alternate jerseys and stuff like that. And it's gonna grow on some people, I'm sure. By the time they take the ice, everyone's gonna love them, which seems to happen a lot for jerseys. But like, there's. There's just, a, there's just a, a lot they could do besides that. But I do like that they're kind of leaning into it with the Devils tweeted out the hat thing on the hat. There's some good memes going on around out there on Twitter. So all in all, it's, it's a good talking point, but I don't really love the jersey.
2: Yeah, I really don't give a shit about jerseys at all. Uh, <laughs> as long as they don't have a thousand ads on them, like the European jerseys, I'm good. Well, you don't
1: want a McDonald's logo on your ass or what? <laughs> no, they're, uh, the color scheme's cooler. Right? I know a lot of people have been pushing for uh, for the Devils to have like a black jersey with a logo on it. And I think you were saying earlier, Joel, that uh, on Reddit you saw like a mock-up just with the normal New Jersey logo on the black like jersey part. I think that would have looked sick. But, hey, it is what it is. And like you said, Ryan, uh, I think a lot of people are probably going to get pretty accustomed to it too. And overall, it is a third jersey, right? So. It's not like they're going to be rocking it every night. Now, speaking of jerseys here, it looks like Team Canada just dropped their Olympic jerseys. And these ones are looking a little bit different this year. I don't know. I'm not 100% sold on it. I like the color schemes. I think that looks really cool, all that shit. But just the logo, like the maple leaf on its own, looks pretty fucking weird.
0: Yeah, I was saying before the show, this kind of would fit in more with the World Cup of Hockey, those style jerseys. I don't know if these are great for the Olympics, but... We'll see what happens. I'll, I'll let you two uh, Canadians riff on these.
2: Yeah, like I said, I don't give a shit about jerseys, but uh, <laughs> they look pretty ugly to me.
0: <laughs> Joel's too busy with. All I'm the not, stats, not wearing it, so I don't care. Yeah, give
2: me the expected <laughs> goals. Come on. <laughs> all
1: uh, right. Well, I'll end it on one note. If they're going to put out anything, I think they got to bring back those fucking gold Canada jerseys from back in the day. Those things were straight nasty. The puke gold green color. <laughs> fucking sure. huge. <laughs> Alright, moving down, let's get something that Joel probably does care about. <laughs> what the fuck's going on in Vancouver,
2: fella? Well, everyone hates uh, Jim Benning, and for good reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's a really shitty general manager. He gets a lot of credit for his draft picks, but uh, even they weren't really, you know, his choices. You know, he made a few good picks. You know, there's Nils Hogliner coming up, uh, Quinn Hughes, uh, Elias Pedersen, of course, but most of these are like uh, can't miss kind of hits, like right in the top 10 first round picks. So, OK, but the, but the main problem is he's, he's training for Louis Erickson, Oliver Ekman-Larsen and JT Miller. I mean, JT Miller is fine, but these guys are are players you acquire when you're looking to uh, you know make a run. But the Canucks aren't ready to make a run. Like they think that they're rebuilding or they are rebuilt, but they're not. So they, they, they trade away these picks and they, they take on all the salary and uh, making these crazy trades to acquire these older guys who are so much uh, big of a cap hit that uh, it just sinks the whole team's project going forward. So it's, it's uh, for good reason. People are hitting on Jim Benning, but the real problem is actually the owner, Francesco Aquilini. Uh, he's the one who's, who's really pushing the manager to to get it done ASAP. He doesn't have any patience. That's, that's why uh, the managers that uh, even... Uh, uh, Gillis, before Jim Benning, he was also uh, being pushed to, you know, short-term stuff, right? He's not thinking about the long term. He wants to just win now, win ASAP. He doesn't have the patience to wait three, four, five years to do a proper rebuild. So that's why we get these these silly trades like uh, like Louis Erickson and the rest. So, yeah, he he's going to be done. He's going to be done, but I don't think it'll matter as long as uh, Francesco Aquilini is in charge because he's, he's going to do the same thing to the next general manager.
1: Oh, that's a good point. I, I gotta be honest and I'm sure you know this too. Like I think Jim Benning should not be allowed to talk to the public ever. This guy's most boring fucking monotone voice I think I've ever heard in my life. Like any interview, it's the equivalent of like an unenthusiastic hand job. Just Jim Benning on the (laughs) mic for (laughs) Christ's sakes. Uh, I to the point that like I almost want to like put two nails in my ears whenever I hear it. And from all accounts, like he's a good guy. Everybody, you know, a lot of people around the hockey world have a lot of good things to say about him. Joel, you touched on his scouting ability. It's been overall pretty successful over the past couple of years. But like you said, with the ownership in place that he has, I don't think he has a chance.
0: I'm looking at their cap friendly page, and yeah, just that that OEL contract through 2027, seven point two six million is that's going to be a killer because like they they have they have the young core. I mean they. Demko, 25, Besser, 24, Patterson, 23, uh, Hoglander 21. Like, there's so many young guys there. It's just Hughes, 22. It's just, uh, like you said, the contracts are kind of going to kill him a little bit.
1: Is there a no-move clause on that? There is. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. That's a tough look, eh? That's bad. See, and I heard a lot of people calling for Travis Green's head as well. I didn't think he was that bad of a coach, no? Like, Joel, you would probably know more than me, but
2: yeah he, he's more of a um he's more of the coach to coach like younger guys just like uh the last coach De Delorier, whatever the fucking name is the French guy uh but so far as as getting a team to compete when they're actually uh the ready to do so I don't think that's gonna happen so he he's probably the right coach for them now but he's not the coach that's gonna put them over the top so uh, but I could see him being the sacrificial lamb he's gonna be the first to go before <laughs> before jim Benning.
1: All right. That's a uh, former Toronto Maple Leaf, great Travis Green, by the way.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. Ready to win money and boost your odds. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it 200%. For example, if you bet $100, you'll get a $200 free bet. The max wager match is $750 for a $1,500 match. Why not use some of those bonuses to bet on our mortal locks this week? Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go check out the new PropSwap.com, which is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available. You can browse the activity feed to stay in the know, and there's a loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much more. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match it up to $500. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money, it just needs to improve. When making your bets, always make sure to go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or player so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. Thousands of buyers across the country are shopping for tickets on swap PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets.
1: Well, I think that pretty much covers uh, covers all the news and shit that we had ready to go. How about we jump into this massive 14 game? What is it? American Thanksgiving slate we got going on here.
0: Yeah, a lot to get to here. Let's go.
1: Before we get going, can we get a gobble, 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 gobble? A little turkey? Uh, gobble, gobble. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> all right, let's jump right into this. Wednesday slate uh november 24th the first game's at 7 p.m here we're gonna jump into it we got the winnipeg jets against the columbus blue jackets the game itself is in columbus it looks like winnipeg money line pays off minus 130 columbus money line plus 110 the over under set at 5.5 overpays minus 110 so does the under minus 110 i'll start off here boys i'm rocking my columbus blue jackets money line at plus 110 these guys have been good to me this year if you're looking for some numbers to kind of drive things home a bit the jackets are six three and at home and the jets are two three and three on the road i kind of like the way that columbus has been playing on the home you know, The numbers kind of speak for themselves there i'm taking the jackets
0: those pesky jackets—they've been—they've been pretty good recently. I mean, this is one of the games I'm—I'm not sure what—what to, what to think for on this slate. It's not one of my—my my favorite games. I do lean to the to the jackets just because they're the underdog. There's some value there. I may place a small bet on the game to go to overtime uh, for the Jets. For their last ten games, have gone to overtime, and for the Blue Jackets, three of their last ten have gone to overtime. So we could say uh, get the draw at plus three hundred here. Could get a get a good payoff.
2: Yeah, I keep waiting for the the bubble to burst in these damn jackets, but it doesn't really happen. Uh, I probably will end up betting the Jets in the spot. No particular reason. I just really like the fucking team. And uh, like I said, I, I I keep waiting for these these the real Blue Jackets to show up because I don't think that they're six three and zero at home. I don't think they're that good. Four or three on the road. I don't think they're that good. So they're they're going to start losing games sooner or later. And I think the Jets are a much better team. So I'll probably end up betting them. But I don't feel strongly about it. So I'm not going to get in the way of you, All
1: right. Moving down again at the 7 p.m. slate, we have the Montreal Canadiens against the Washington Capitals. Uh, the game itself is in Washington. It looks like Jake Allen set to play for Montreal. This is, is this his first game back? Yeah. Beauties. All right, well, it looks like Montreal money line pays off plus 170. Washington money line minus 210. Uh, in case you're interested, I know I am. The puck line for Washington is at uh, plus 120. Uh, the over under is set at 5.5. Over pays minus 120. The under plus 100. Boys, to me, this game kind of screams over here. I know Montreal. Isn't the greatest goal scoring team, but the numbers actually aren't that bad. Uh, Washington's average goal is about 3.37 goals per game, and Montreal gives up 3.5 goals per game. Jake Allen could be kind of shaky in this, and you could have a case of Ovi coming in and just lighting the goddamn lamp. So I like the over set at 5.5, paying off minus 120.
0: Yeah, the over here is not not a bad play, but but you you mentioned what I'm going for here. I'm going for the puck line. Capitals minus one and a half. Uh, They've, they're 11, 3, and 5 on this season, and, and 10 of their 11 wins have been by two or more goals. Uh, the Canadians are 5, 13, and 2, and 11 of their 15 losses have been by two or more goals. Capitals have been 5, 1, and 3 at home. Canadians 1, 7, and 1 on the road. Like you said, both these teams can score. OV should have a few here, could, could go off for one or two. I just feel like the Capitals are really going to, they're, they're back home here, they're gonna going to get it done pretty easily.
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to lean the other way here with the Canadians. Uh, actually, I'm going to do more than lean. I'm going to bet the Canadians at plus 170. I will take that. This is the first game of the road shift for the Canadians. They want to come off on a hot start. I know they've only won one game in the road so far, but like you said, they got Jake Allen coming back, and he's a big part of that team. They need the good goal to, goaltending for them to win games. So uh he makes up for uh their deficiencies on defense and the capitals yeah they came out that long road trip and you know when they get home they want to see the misses they want to spend some time <laughs> with the, the family and you know they're not gonna be thinking about this game with the lousy canadians so i think the canadians are a, a live dog here in this spot at plus 170 give me the halves. damn that's a scary pick fella <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right moving
1: down again at the 7 p.m slate we have the vancouver canucks against the pittsburgh penguins uh, the game itself is in pittsburgh looks like vancouver money line pays off plus 175 pittsburgh money line minus 200 again the puck line here for pittsburgh is paying off plus 120 the over under is set at 5.5 over pays minus 120 the under pays plus
2: 100 uh joel take it away bud Basically everything I just said about the Habs and the Capitals <laughs> apply it to this game. <laughs> it's pretty much the same situation. Um, yeah, the, the Canadians and the and the Canucks are in very similar positions right now, both in terms of their distraught front offices, questions about the coaching, goaltending not being good. Even uh, Demko is actually slipping. And same thing with the the, the Penguins. There. They're in the same position as the Capitals, coming off the long, pretty good road trip. They they won a lot of games that. I didn't expect them to, but they did. And uh, like I said, they're they're going to be feeling hot and ready to take on this lousy Canucks team. But the the Canucks, they you know they're they're not as good as the the, the Penguins. But at this number, I think that there's some value in the in the duck and the the dog here at the Canucks. Uh, yeah, give me Vancouver.
0: Back to back dogs for Joel. We we pissed them off with all the jersey talk, I guess.
2: It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> People looking ahead to that turkey, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I don't I don't like one of the, either of the sides here. I, I do lean a little bit to the under, and I will be looking for some uh, either Canucks saves or Penguins uh, shots on goal props. The Penguins are the first in the league with 35.6 shots per game. Vancouver allows nearly 32 per game, so we could see a lot of shots here for the Penguins. Also, it, these teams have, have been low-scoring recently. Pittsburgh scored three goals or less in seven of the past eight games. The Canucks have scored three goals or less in six of the past seven including two or less and three of four and five of seven so pittsburgh could be seeing like a 3-2 game here i I like the under five and a half at at plus money or if it goes up to under six you'll be able to get the push if we get a 4-2 game
1: everything that ryan just said is exactly what i had written down there too i'm loving the under of this based off the recent performance of both teams vancouver's having a tough time scoring and you know pittsburgh as of late, isn't seen to be giving up too many goals. So the under a 5.5 and the fact that it's laying plus money, a plus 100. I like that. I'll be on that all day long. Uh, moving down here again at the 7 PM slate, we have the Minnesota wild against the New Jersey devils. Uh game itself is in New Jersey. It looks like Minnesota expected to start cam Talbot. It's a good little piece of information. He's been pretty hot this year. Uh, Minnesota money line pays off minus 120. New Jersey money line plus 100. The over under is set at six, both over and under paying minus 110. Boys, much like me standing over a bunch of fucking cold Chinese food, the Minnesota Wild are licking their chops for this game. They're going to go into New Jersey. They're going to absolutely crush the shit out of these guys. I'm fucking on the wild here. Money line minus 120.
0: I'm I'm liking it because I was leaning towards Minnesota. I feel like I feel like they're they're in a in a good spot here. They're a better team. The Devils are eight and eight on the season when you include their overtime losses. Minnesota's been six and five away. New Jersey's five and four at home. I feel like Minnesota should be kind of be a a bigger favorite here. So I'm glad you're on them, Talon. I feel like you're gonna you're gonna push me push me to take them here. They had they had two two days off. They're 5-1 in their last six after having two days rest, so I feel like the Wild, they had two tough games down in Florida, 5-4 losses to both the Panthers and Lightning over the weekend, so I feel like against an easier Devils team, they'll be able to get the job done.
2: Yeah, I got to agree with you boys in this one. I love the Wild, this spot. They're uh, one of the better teams in the NHL right now, and uh, a lot of their recent losses, they've been a bit unlucky. Uh, they just... Keep showing up too late, right? They, half the goals they score seem to be when they have the goalie pulled. It's like they only realize they're playing a game in the last couple of minutes um, <laughs> when they're down a couple of goals. But uh, all, all the same, I think that they, they they should be in this one. They're the better team. They're actually second in the league in terms of expected goals against it. Only two goals a game. Only the Bruins are better. And they have the goaltending to back them up as well. And, and uh, you know, they got this new high-flying offense coming out. With uh, Kaprizov, that number one line is flying around. Um, Yeah, I love the wild here. rolling only minus 120.
1: Beautiful. I love it when we're all riding together, boys. Everybody, make sure you're in the Slack group for that game. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, all right, moving down the slate here. We have again at 7 p.m. the Boston Bruins against the Buffalo Sabers. Uh, the game itself is in Buffalo. Looks like Boston money line pays off minus two forty-five. The puck line for Boston paying plus one twenty. Buffalo Buffalo money line plus one ninety-five. The over/under is set at five point five. Over pays minus one fifteen. The under minus one hundred
2: five. Uh, Joel, back to you here, bud. Well, I know I just said that Boston led the league in terms of expected goals against, (laughs) but I love the over in this spot because the expected goal stat does not take into account goaltending. And the Bruins have one of the worst goalie tandems in the league. And uh, Olmark actually is fifth or sixth worst in terms of uh, allowing goals that he's expected to save. I think it's like four or five below what he's expected to save. So that's not a good thing. And meanwhile, the uh, the Sabres, they can score goals, actually, you know, unlike uh, last week when um, you're got get there and the, the, the Flames flagged them out. But that's what the Flames do. Bruins can't do that because they don't have a goalie to do that. They're not, they don't have marks from behind the in between the pipes there. So, uh, yeah, give me the give me the over five and a half here. The Bruins top line there. They're always on fire. Uh, power play is always one of the top ten in the league. So uh, I like there to be goals in this one.
0: Give me the Bruins here all, all day long. I'll take them to win in regulation, minus 130. Last season, this team played eight times. Bruins won seven out of eight. The only loss was in the second half of back-to-back for both teams. It was a head-to-head. Uh, Boston outscored them 32-16 last season. I, I see it. I see a similar outcome, outcome this season. Boston already beat them 4-1 in Buffalo. or back in Buffalo here. Uh, Boston's lost. Last game, their only back to back losses were at Florida and at Carolina on back to back nights, so I don't see them doing that again. They had three straight five two wins prior to their shutout loss to the Flames in a back to back. I think they'll have they'll have a few days off here to reset, go into Buffalo and, and get this done in regulation. Eight of their nine wins have been in regulation and nine of eleven's Buffalo of Buffalo's losses has been in regulation. So minus one thirty here. I, I like Boston a lot.
1: I wasn't even thinking about the regulation play, but that's definitely on the radar now. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, With that being said, we had this same game a bit earlier in the year. I think it was one of our first two shows. And I was saying, I think Allmark might be a little bit nervous going back into Buffalo, you know, playing his old team in their old building. He might get shelled. And he totally fucking didn't. He actually played half decent. I'm on the Bruins to win by a billion. I'm taking that Boston puck line minus 1.5 at plus 120. I think they're just going to go in there and absolutely light the fucking lamp. That's
0: I, I did want to mention one thing about something that can be paused was the Bruins road record is three and four. But when you factor in that two of those losses were in Florida and Carolina and one mm-hmm. was in Toronto, I mean, that doesn't, that, that kind of makes me hesitate less and make, makes me more confident in the Bruins here away in
2: in Buffalo. Yeah, the Bruins have had a really rough schedule to open the year. Not a lot of cupcakes. And, uh, yeah, I I agree with you guys, too. I love the Bruins on the spot. I'll bet them and the Ogre.
0: We're brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand-new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app, and it's fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com SGPN. Have you heard about Price Picks? Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this and I know you will too. PricePix has the best NHL DFS prop game on the market. They offer more NHL props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as the bottom six grinders. They offer any prop you can think of, from shots to goals and everything in between. You can pick two to five players in an over-under on their projections to win up to ten times on any entry, and it's just you against the projected numbers. They allow mixed sport entries as well, so you can take the over on a Connor McDavid prop combined with the under on a LeBron James prop in the same entry. You can use the the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. And PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com and use promo code SGP to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Or go to your App Store and download the app today. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy.
1: All right, moving her down here again to the 7 p.m. slot. We have the Philadelphia Flyers against the Florida Panthers. It's going to be a good game, boys. Uh, The game itself is in Florida. It looks like Philly money line pays off plus 150, Florida money line minus 175. Uh, The over under is set at six, the over pays minus 120, the under plus 100. Ryan, what do you got for us, bud?
0: I'm sorry to disappoint you, but this is not going to be a good game. This is going to (laughs) be a a, a slaughtering by the Panthers against the Flyers, who lost three or four nothing in Tampa Bay tonight. They just just did not show up at all. They left Carter Hart out to dry. They'll likely have Martin Jones in net on Wednesday. Panthers are undefeated at home in 10 games. They're outscoring their opponents 48 to 22. Uh, The Flyers are one and eight in their last nine, playing on no rest. The Panthers already beat the Flyers 4-2 in Philly this season early on. So I like Florida here, minus one and a half, plus 135. Nine of their 13 losses have been by two two or more goals, and six of the nine Flyers' losses have been by two goals. Basically, all the Flyers' losses in regulation have been by at least two goals. So I like the Panthers here, minus one and a half. So so we'll probably see Martin Jones put up like a 40-save shutout, but (laughs) give me the Panthers.
2: Yeah, yeah, I lean that way too. Philly, they're giving up 34.2 shots per game, which is second worst in the league. Panthers are, you know, they, they score goals for fun. But the one problem is is Barkov's still out. And I think that he means a lot to that team. But they keep winning without him. They keep winning without their, the coach they had to start the year. Like, nothing can slow this team down. So I, I can't look anywhere else but the, the Panthers here as well.
1: All right. I'm going to stray from the path a little bit on this one here. I know that we're not really sold on Martin Jones. And nobody has any goddamn reason to be sold on Martin Jones. His numbers this year are pretty abysmal. But based on the fact that Sergei Bobrovsky's expected to get the nod here for Florida, I like the under at plus money here, paying plus 100, and the number itself set at six. Look at Bob's uh, stats alone, 8-0-2 on the season. The goals against average of 1.99 and the save percentage of 0.937. By all means, Florida could easily go in there and put up a five or a six spot alone against Martin Jones, but I'm going to take the gamble on the fact that they don't, and that Jones puts up that 40 save shutout that you were talking about earlier. I'm going to take the plus money in the
2: under at six here. Yeah, I'd like yeah, that if hate. it wasn't Martin Jones. <laughs> Martin <laughs> Jones is the only reason why I didn't pick that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Jones has been leaky recently, but the Panthers did have kind of a tendency early on to kind of get a lead and sit on it. They had a few 4 1 wins, 5 1 wins early in the season. So I could definitely see that. And also for this game, I've been hitting Flyers save props over a lot recently. They've been cashing well. Panthers average 35 shots a game, Flyers give up 34 shots a game. So look for Panthers player shot props, look for Martin Jones saves overs. And also the same thing for, for the Bruins as well, going back to la- the last matchup we talked about. So look look for props here. Goalie saves for the Flyers over have been, been heading for me.
2: Just hope that Martin Jones doesn't get pulled after three goals in the first. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Eh?
1: A good place to look for those props would be in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack group. Ryan always coming at it with the props in the live games, guys. So by all means, join up for that. Moving down to the 7.30 p.m. slate here. We have the Battle of New York. We have the New York Rangers against the New York Islanders. Uh, The game itself is in Long Island at the new, what is it, USB, UBS Arena, whatever the fuck (laughs) they call it. Um, New York Rangers' money line pays off minus 115. New York Islanders' money line pays off minus 105. The over-under is set at 5.5. Over pays plus 105. The under minus 125. Holy shit, that was a lot of fives. I don't understand how you can take anything else than the New York Rangers' money line on this one, guys. The Islanders are still slightly battling COVID. They can't win in the UBS arena as it is. We've seen that the past two games that they've had there. I'm like in New York.
0: Uh, I, I'm leaning kind of toward, towards the under here. These these are two teams that usually kind of play more defensive, especially with the with Islanders and, and Barry Trotz. Last season, in their eight matchups, there were 35 total goals scored, so that's 4.375 per game. Seven of the eight games went under the total. In the last twenty-one matchups at, at at the Islanders, fifteen I've gone under. The Islanders can't score right now. They've scored two two goals or less in seven straight games and eleven of fifteen this season. The Rangers aren't scoring that much either. I mean, they, they've had a few a few high scoring games, but they've they've scored three or less in twelve of eighteen this season. So I could see the Rangers getting like a like a three one win here. So lean lean to the Rangers with talent. But I, I like the under here a lot, even at the minus one twenty five.
2: Yeah, I ended up betting the Islanders on Saturday against the Flames. Thought that was a sure thing, you know. <laughs> little did I know half the fucking team was out with COVID. <laughs> of course, I didn't know of anything because, you know, my my focus is all on college football then. So I, was, I learned too little too late. But here they are again. They're losing uh, Pellick there. So they, they're they off their their first line, d pairing. Pellick still out, the lower body injury. And, uh, yeah. They don't have the, the the depth here to make up for that with Chara and Green also out, the COVID stuff, and uh, yeah, Anders Lee too. Brock Nelson. Uh, it's rough for the Islanders right now. Um, I don't mind the underlook except that it's you know minus one twenty five to the under five and a half. Uh, that's a little low for me, so I just have to lean to the Rangers here. Uh, they've been good to me this year, and yeah, as, as should start This should be fun game to watch. You know, this is a good rivalry. But these games are always hard hit and physical. I think the 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 Rangers win this game.
1: Right on. I gotta be honest. I can't. uh, I can never bet on the Islanders ever again. They keep being mean to my boy John Tavares. Fuck them.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Spurned lovers.
1: All right, moving down again to the seven thirty uh, slot here, seven thirty p.m. We have the St. Louis Blues against the Detroit Red Wings. Now Game itself is in Detroit. Looks like St. Louis money line pays off minus one thirty. Detroit money line plus one ten. The over under is set at five point five. Over pays minus one oh five. The under pays minus one fifteen. I don't know what's going on with this line. Like I feel like every time I say this, it ends up coming to bite me in the ass. But St. Louis money line is only or paying off minus one thirty. To me, that's got to be the obvious play. I understand that they're two for six in their last, or sorry, two for four in their last six games. So they're not really on the bit of a hottest streak. But how does this team not go in there and just walk the Detroit Red Wings?
0: I completely agree that that's what I had had planned to say. I mean, I mean the Blues—they're not playing well, like you said. But Detroit's lost four straight. They've lost five of six. The only win was three-two in overtime against the Canadians. The Blues are the better team on paper. They're the better team by the record so far so i feel, I feel like minus 130 here is, is really a great price for them
2: yeah these are both teams kind of in a, in a bad form right now um uh, say louis finally getting off the schneid beating the knights the other day and uh the detroit struggling too with their road trip but they're still really good at home five two and two but yeah it got to my head i'll take the better team with the blues here even on the road in um, joe lewis arena yeah, but I don't feel strongly about this game at all.
0: I have this game as, as another one marked for props as well. The Blues are averaging 34 shots a game. The Red Wings are giving up 34 shots a game. So Tarasenko is usually a good guy to target there. Uh, Brandon Saad as well. And also probably some Detroit goalie saves too. All right,
1: moving on down here to the APM p.m. slate, we have the Vegas Golden Knights against the Nashville Predators. Our game itself is in Nashville. It looks like Vegas Moneyline pays off plus 105. Nashville Moneyline minus 125. The over-under is set at 5.5, over-pays minus 115. The under minus 105. Uh, Ryan, what do you got?
0: Nashville has been surprising this season. So, so kind of has Vegas even with their injuries, but I, I have to go with the Knights here at, at the plus money against the Predators who I feel like even with the Knights injuries, they're kind of still a better team than Nashville. They're starting to turn a corner a little bit. They're 10 and four in their last 14, seven and three in their last 10 and five and two in their last seven. I'm still not sure what to make, make of Nashville they, they beat the ducks three, two, but lost their previous two games. So I, I just like the plus money here with the Golden Knights who are always a team you can kind of count on to put up a few goals even if they're they're down by by one or two.
2: Yeah, there's a possibility that some they might get some guys back too. I heard that maybe Martinez comes back. is always sick. He could come back. Uh, but without those guys, it's, it's tough to trust the Knights on most occasions. But against the Predators, uh, I always like to trust their opponents. So... Eileen Vegas as well here. Uh, Natural should be better at home, but they're—I've been saying that about them all year long, and they—they they keep proving me wrong. I'm just one of those damn bogey teams. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Vegas are the better team, and I trust them to win this game a lot more than I trust the Predators to win it.
1: Yep, yeah, fair enough. Based off uh, based off the Vegas injury slump, this is kind of a good old-fashioned pick 'em here, fellas. But uh. I'm going to play the goalie card on this one. Based off what I've seen in the past, maybe four or five games or so, UC Staros is starting to get his season together. Uh, He's 8-6-1 on the record. Obviously, he struggled early, but he brought his goals against average down to 2.42, and most importantly, his save percentage down to 0.920. I'm liking the hot hand. I'm going with the Finn over the Swede, UC Staros over Robin Leonard. I'm taking uh, the Predators, minus 125 at home. And moving down to the 9 p.m. slate here, we have the Anaheim Ducks against the Corral or the Corralo Laddle. That's not a word. Colorado Avalanche. The game itself is in Colorado. Anaheim money line pays off plus 190. Colorado money line minus 235. Uh, the puck line for Colorado is paying plus 100. The over under set at 5.5 pays 120. The under plus 100. Joel, what are you thinking here, bud?
2: Yeah, you just confused two of my uh, nine favorite teams there with uh Carolina, Colorado, you just <laughs> jumbled them all together there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, we, we we went hard on uh the Avs the other day against the Sanders, you know, after their big COVID thing. You know, they're going up to elevation. We figured, oh yeah, we'll hammer the Colorado Avalanche, it'll be easy, you know. This team's all sick and tired, they they won't be able to keep up in the high elevation. But that wasn't the case the 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 abs they always make things typical work out of uh out of easy situations and that's exactly what happened um I, i fear the same thing here except that the the ducks are actually a pretty feisty team as we all know so in this game you know again we're huge favorites and all that and i expect the abs to get steamed again and the ducks will be a bigger dog than they are right now when we're recording this so for now, I, I would say, you know, Colorado's going to win, but I, I can't trust them even on the regulation or whatever money line, because these are the kind of games that they, they lose. Like, they've been rolling lately. They've beaten bad teams and all that, but I don't trust them to do this forever. You know, I think McKinnon should be back for the next road trip, but for now, I, I think this team's getting a little complacent, as we saw on Monday, so I, I just can't play this game at all knowing, all, this, all, knowing how much I know about this fucking team.
0: Yeah, first of all, shout out to everyone in the Slack. There was their Monday night sweating out the Colorado puck line we had. We eventually hit it, <laughs> like Joel said. But, yeah, I, I do kind of like the Ducks here in the spot. The Avalanche won six of eight meetings last season, but I can't lay the juice on them right now, especially how they played against the Senators team coming off, coming off a, a week off. But I kind of do like the Ducks, plus one and a half at minus 120. They've Ooh. only lost one game by more than two goals this season. So I feel like that's possibly a good look. You could see the Avs maybe maybe play another close game and maybe not get the empty netter and, and, and kind of cover that one and a half there.
1: I like that. Now that you brought it to my attention, I think I'll definitely have some action in, and it gives me another reason to be quacking in the slack group. So I'm always down for that. Up. <laughs> as far as a safer play, I kind of like the over at 5.5 in this, guys, paying off minus 120. Both teams are in the top 10 for uh, goals per game here. It looks like... Uh, Anaheim is tied for ninth, averaging 3.32 and Colorado of course is in first, uh, with averaging four goals per game. So this could be a bit of a blowout here. Obviously we know John Gibson is a good goalie, but still every now and then a good goalie has a tough day. Who else is better for them to happen against in the Colorado avalanche and Darcy Kemper is, he's in the meh territory for me. So I like the over at 5.5 and I do like, like uh, Ryan said, uh, Anaheim puck line at plus 1.5.
2: Yeah, I like that over too. Uh, these aren't the old ducks where they just <laughs> turtle up in front of John Gibson. These these teams are actually <laughs> attacking, and uh, yeah, there, there's there are actually uh, a lot of over games going on with the Ducks, surprisingly. All right, moving on down
1: here to the 10 p.m. slot. We have the Carolina Hurricanes against the Seattle Kraken. Uh, The game itself is in Seattle. Looks like Carolina Moneyline pays off minus 135. Seattle Moneyline plus 125. The over-under is set at 5.5. Over pays minus 120. The under pays plus 100. Boys, how the fuck is Carolina only paying minus 135 right now? This is ridiculous. If you're not betting Carolina in this game, you're missing out. Vegas is giving you some free money right here. I'm on Carolina money line at minus 135. I say they go into Seattle and they just light the goddamn lamp. I think they're going to win by seven. So keep an eye out for the actual puck line if you want there, but I do like the Carolina money line at minus 135.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to quite take the uh, minus six and a half, but I, I really do like do like the Hurricanes here. This this arguably is the best team in the league versus one of the worst. Fading Seattle did not did not do us wrong. When we t- took the ABS, uh, they beat the Capitals, but I I don't see the Kraken winning back-to-back games. It's just, it's just, it's just not going to happen here. So, I like the Hurricanes a lot. Possibly Hurricanes regulation. Thirteen of their 14 wins have been in regulation, and 12 of Seattle's 13 losses have been in regulation. So, if you want to kind of get better odds, even better than minus 135, which is already kind of insane for this game, you can maybe look at the regulation line as well.
2: Yeah, you know, I referenced the the worst goalies in the league in terms of expected goals against. Philip Gubauer leads the league in the worst way in terms of giving up goals he's expected to save. At 11.7 below average, which is 1.7 below Carter Hutton of the Arizona Coyotes. (laughs) So the the, the Kraken aren't actually that bad. If you look at the underlying metrics in terms of uh, expected goals against defensively, all that stuff. But... Doesn't matter when your goalie can't save uh, the easiest fucking shot. So uh, the, the Canes should be able to put up good numbers here. They're a team that responds well after a loss. Even on this long road trip, they've been uh, just crushing teams for the most part. Uh, yeah, just give me the Canes here. I don't, I'm going to wait till the last minute, apparently, because by then they'll probably be like plus 120 the way that we know <laughs> people have bet the Kraken. But uh, yeah, Canes all the way. The line literally moved before we were recording the show.
1: We had to pencil it in our notes at minus 145, and then Joel looked, and it already jumped to minus 135. Make with that what yeah. you will.
0: I had already bet minus 145, so I'm kind of pissed on that. It it's <laughs> went down to minus 135.
2: <laughs> you got to know by now, man. Just wait on the cracking games.
0: <laughs> Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app, and it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io today. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today.
1: All right, moving down to, the again, the 10 p.m. slot here. We have the Edmonton Oilers against the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, It looks like the game itself is in Arizona. Scott Wedgwood expected to get the start for the Desert Dogs. And Mika Mika Koskinen expected to get the start for the Edmonton Oilers. (laughs) Edmonton money lines paid off minus 225. Edmonton puck line plus 115. Uh, Arizona money line plus 180. The over under is set at 6. Over pays minus 120. The under plus 100. I'm going to keep this one nice and short here. I'm taking the over six at minus one twenty. I'm also taking the Edmonton puck line, guys. This is Connor McDavid and Leon Drysettle versus a goddamn AHL team. This is
0: going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But I mean, the Coyotes—they're—they're they're one back-to-back games. They got a four-game point streak. They plucked Scott Wedgewood off waivers. He's three and one with a two with a nine forty save percentage, two point oh four goals against average, but. Yeah, it's really hard to bet against to bet against the Oilers with McDavid and Drysdale here against a Coyotes defense that really is, is pretty bad. So Edmonton already beat the Coyotes 5-1. Uh, I like Edmonton here regulation, minus 140. 10 of their 13 wins have been in regulation, and 13 of, fifth, of Arizona's 15 losses have been in regulation. So minus, minus 140 isn't too much juice to pay if the Coyotes somehow do pull this out.
2: Yeah, it's nice when uh, a bet goes exactly the way they expect it to go. Uh, I bet the stars today against the Oilers, thinking that they would clog up in the neutral zone, just neutralize it and uh, not take a lot of penalties. That's exactly what happened, and they won the game. But you know what? The Coyotes won't be able to do exactly that. So <laughs> <laughs> the Oilers should feast in this spot. Uh, they're actually getting good goaltending. Like, no matter who, which goalie they put in there, they're actually getting saves, surprisingly. Uh, the Stuart Skinner's been been rocking the net there, yeah. Koskinen too. He, he's back in his backup role, and I, I he can handle whatever the Coyotes throw at him. So yeah, you can't look anywhere but the Oilers in this one. Coming off the loss there, like <laughs> you could tell McDavid is pissed off. He lost his streak there. They had him on in garbage time, losing four to one, ten seconds left. He <laughs> wild shots from that. He really wanted that streak, so you could tell he's gonna be pissed off. He's gonna go on firing for this one.
1: All right, moving
2: down here again
1: to the 10 p.m. slot. Boys, none other than the fucking red hot Toronto Maple Leafs against the L.A. Kings. The game itself is in Los Angeles. It looks like Toronto Moneyline pays off minus one or yeah, minus 165. Uh, L.A. Moneyline plus 145. The over under is set at 5.5 overpaying plus 105. The under minus 125. All right, I'm going to kick this off here. It's a good thing that this game is happening on American Thanksgiving because the LA Kings are going to be gobbling my fucking nuts. The Toronto Maple Leafs are going to go in here and absolutely pump them. I'm taking the Leafs puck line at plus 160. I, I think, what is it? Four out of the past six or sorry, three out of the past six games that the Leafs have won. It has been by over two. I'm also liking the under at 5.5 on this one. The six out of the past Leafs sevens games have been under four goals. So with this under set of 5.5, I think that's easy money. I'm taking Leafs' money line, I'm taking Leafs' puck line, and I'm taking the under. This could be a breakout game for Austin Matthews too, guys. He's a, he's a big character guy. What better place for him to break out than Los Angeles?
0: I'm not going to go as far as you on the Maple Leafs, but, but I do like the under here. The Leafs have gone under in four straight and six of seven. The Kings have gone under in five of six and eight of ten. Both teams have played nearly two-thirds of their games to the under so far this season. They're both top ten in goals against and shots against. So, the Kings won the first matchup, five-one in Toronto. Toronto's gonna to go into LA, maybe try to slow things down a bit, get a more defensive game going, and get another, another, another low-scoring win like they've had recently.
2: Yeah, LA Kings more like the LA Marlies, am I right? They, <laughs> they keep feeding Toronto these players. They're like <laughs> sister teams by now. Yeah, I, I love the under the spot too. Like the the bookmakers have finally started adjusting the the lines down. Like usually, the Leafs' lines are always at six goals, but now it's five and a half, which is fair too. With the the Kings playing them, and uh, I, I still like the under. Uh, both goalies are playing really well. I assume it's Cal Peterson in net, or even if it's Jonathan Quick, he's actually been been really well too. He's got less than a, two goals against a game. Yep, I love the under here. Uh, neither neither team's really scoring proficiently. And both defenses are playing well above average with great goalies. So that's all you want and not under.
1: And another little sneaky bet here that let me say I would put a quarter unit on if you were going to do it. It's expected the former king, uh, Kyle Clifford, who the Leafs just claimed off waivers, uh, it's expected to get the nod and be suited up in this L.A. game as well. So maybe and trust me, this is a fucking long shot. I'll be the first one to tell you. Kyle Clifford is not a good offensive player. He'll probably be playing fourth line minutes if he does play. But the hockey gods work in funny way, guys. So if you can find a book that has Kyle Clifford anytime scorer, score, it's probably paying crazy plus 100 money. Maybe throw a quarter unit down on it. Who knows what's going to happen? And moving down here to the 10.30 p.m. slate, we have Ottawa Senators against the San Jose Sharks. Uh, the game itself is in San Jose. Uh, looks like James Reimer is expected to get the start for the Sharks here. Uh, Ottawa line pays off plus 150. San Jose line minus 170. The over-under is set at 6. Over pays plus 100. The under minus 120. Uh, Ryan, bring us home here, bud.
0: Yeah, but we got former Leafs legend James Reimer with a 9.40 save percentage <laughs> in San Jose. I mean, just having a resurgence there. I really like the under under six here at minus 120. The Sharks have played four straight under games and uh, six over the past seven. Ottawa's also been... Having some low-scoring games, even though they had the 7-5 games against Colorado, Darcy Kemper didn't, didn't look great in that. They were kind of finding their legs again. So maybe after having one game, be not a low-scoring game. I don't I don't see the Senators putting up more than one or two goals, and probably the Sharks will maybe get three or four. So if they hit that six, we'll get the push. But I, I, I feel like there's going to be five or six goals here at max. So I, t- I like the under six a lot at minus 120.
2: Oh, yes. This is a glorious game, boys. <laughs> the night before Thanksgiving. 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Ottawa, San Jose. What more could you ask for? <laughs> yeah, there's only one, one bet in this game, and that's the over. You want to be cheering for goals at the end of the night, and that's exactly what's going to happen in this game. Um, two two bad goalies, although uh, Aiden Hill's actually been not as bad as I thought. But Matt Murray, of course, he uh, makes up for that. Man, the Sharks are actually a bit more offensive lately. They're scoring a few goals. Uh, Eric Carlson's better than he was in the past couple of years, getting up the ice, uh, but he's still as bad defensively as he ever was. Uh, Yeah, and he's going against his old team here. So, uh, love love the goals in this one. Let's go. Gentlemen, I am
1: ready to get hurt again.
0: (laughs) Don't don't do it.
1: (laughs) I'm back on the fucking pesky sense here. Ottawa money line at plus one fifty. I tried to look for some numbers to justify this pick. I couldn't find any. But I'll tell you what, I got a feeling. This game's coming off what? Three games postponed due to COVID. They just got blown the fuck out by Colorado seven to five. Before they got missed out on COVID, they lost to Calgary by four. Something's got to give for the folks in Ottawa here. I'm praying to the hockey gods, like I said earlier. And like I said, I'm ready to get hurt again. Ottawa money line 150, lock the fucking pick in. Oh, (laughs) Talon. I'm going to write Eugene Melnick a fucking invoice for all the money I lose off of this year.
2: (laughs) It's going to be a lot. (laughs) No, you know what? I'm going to join you on that. Fuck it i yeah they're, they're they're feisty i like what i saw from them in colorado the other day so yeah let's do it fuck the sharks
1: i like it fuck the sharks let's go sense <laughs> here we go <laughs> all right boys that covers our big 14 game slate here i think it's time for one last thing we got to move into our mortal locks dogs and totals ryan why don't you kick us off here bud
0: all right i'm kicking off with my lock i have the uh the Florida Panthers in regulation at minus 110 against my Philadelphia Flyers. Flyers did not show up in Tampa Bay. It could be a, could be a spot where they they surprise people in Florida, but the Panthers are 10-0 at home. Outscoring opponents 48-22. The Flyers are not good in the second half of back-to-backs. Florida's won most of their games in regulation. Flyers have lost most of their games in regulation, so I, I like the Panthers there for my lock. For my dog, I'm I'm going with the Golden Knights plus 105. Not not too big of a dog here, but anytime you can get them against a team like Nashville at plus money, I like them a lot, especially given their recent form, winning five and five and two in the past seven, seven and three in the past ten, and ten and four in the past fourteen. Plus, they could be getting those injured players back, like Joel said. And then for my total, I'm going right right back to what we just talked about Senator Sharks under six. James Rimer's playing really well. Both teams playing a lot of under games recently. I feel. Like like we could be getting a, a sleepy, slow game to end the Thanksgiving Eve slate.
2: Boring, boring, boring. <laughs> my lock, I'm going with the Minnesota Wild. Uh, once again, going against the Devils. I think I've picked against them in half of my <laughs> lock so far. But uh, it's worked out more often than not. So that's where I'm going. The, the Wild, a much better team, blah, blah, blah. And my uh, dog is the Montreal Canadiens against the Caps. I think that they uh, found something in the last game. Uh, scoring a few goals for once and they get Jake Allen back and the capital's coming off a long road trip. And you know what? If uh, you bet both the uh, Canadians and the Canucks, they're both in the same situations on the road. First game road trip. And I think that at least one of them should come through. So you should at least get your money back and more. Uh, and finally, my total is the Bruins, Sabres over, mostly just fading the back goalies and uh, just loving the Boston offense. They're, they're, their underlying numbers are really good. So uh yeah, over five and a half on that one too.
1: All right, for my lock here, I have who else? Carolina money line, minus one thirty five versus Seattle. Like you said earlier, this line's probably gonna end up moving to minus one twenty five because of all the Seattle stats nerds. But take it anyways, Carolina should go in there and just absolutely wreck the ship. Uh for my dog, I'm taking boys. Who else? Columbus Blue Jackets money line, plus 110 against Winnipeg. I've been liking the pesky Jackets. They've been pretty good to me this year, too, so I'm going to keep riding them until they give me a reason not to and fuck the Jets. And then totals. I'm taking the Flyers and uh, Florida Panthers under six, at 100 here. Kind of sneaky, kind of sketchy, but I'm going to ride with Martin Jones. Martin Jones, you got my faith. Let's go. 40 save shutout. Let's do this shit. Paying off plus 100 all right boys well another uh, another strong week and uh, before we do head out obviously we'd like to wish a very happy Thanksgiving to all of our fine folks in uh, in the United States everybody enjoy that I know it's a massive holiday there the bars are gonna be flying the turkeys are gonna be rocking enjoy uh enjoy all the festivities especially to you Ryan
0: yes thank you I appreciate that I hopefully get some uh, get some winning bets to to sit back and and enjoy my money on Thursday as well
1: All right, everybody, well, uh, by all means, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Like I always say, great place to be if you want to try to win some money, especially if you're looking into uh, betting on some sports that maybe you're you're not totally up to par with. They got everything there, golf, hockey, football, basketball. If they don't got it, you don't need it. So the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website, that's the place to be. The other place to be, none other than the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel. Uh, Shout out to all of our pals in the Slack group. Again, be ready for uh, for a lot of live bets during this whole big slate here that will all be going into the Slack channel. Lots of quacks. Maybe we'll get some people riding the pesky sends with us. Uh, don't do that. Don't do that. You're probably going to lose your money, but still, you can cheer for us in faith. Um, but yeah, the Slack group, should out to everybody there. That's the place to be. Uh, Ryan, where can they find us, bud?
0: Yeah, well, definitely check out the Slack. I'll be throwing in some, some player props there. I already have a big card with my sides in total, so I'm going to add a lot of props to that. But yeah, for for subscribe to us follow you can find the hockey gambling podcast just search it wherever you listen to your podcasts for apple you can go to sg.pn hockey and for spotify you can go to sg.pn slash hockey go there subscribe like rate review do all that good stuff let us know what you think
1: all right i am talon jenkins you can find me at twitter at talon underscore jenkins 94
0: i'm ryan gilbert you can follow me on twitter at r
2: sop I'm Joel Meyer. Gobble, 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 gobble,
1: <laughs> gobble, gobble, gobble,
2: gobble, gobble, Luis. gobble, gobble. <laughs> <Gobbles>. gobble, gobble. <laughs> Peace.